This is Beat 'em Down from Cult 45, the movie podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what? I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotion. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. <laughs> I'm no sure somebody's written that one too. with cheese and France, Mickey. What? <laughs> <laughs> ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. I can totally. See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you of a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> But Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's my time. Uh, how do you measure success? Hey, everyone. You're listening to Superhero Speak, and I'm your host, Dave. I'm ready. Oh, oh, uh, hi. All right, we're there. John, I'm John. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm willing and JD. <laughs> but none of us are able. Um, no, that's true. That's why we're here. Yes, yes. Oh. That was harsh. So, so, so I'm going to finish we... that joke, sorry. <laughs> so have you guys been up to anything fun this week? How about you, JD? Um, not particularly. I've been, you know, just writing and trying to figure out this Amazon advertising stuff. That's about it. Nothing cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How about you, John? Mm, bought some more art. Um, to, trying to support some of the artists that, that I know. Uh, started watching Upload, um, which is pretty good. What's that? And <gasps> I what? know what it is. I haven't watched it yet. I'm shocked you don't know what it is. Go ahead. It's, it's got, <laughs> it's got Robbie, was it Robbie Amell, Dave? It's Robbie Amell, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, brother of the actor who is, um, Arrow. Arrow. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, was Fire, he was Firestorm. Yeah. Yes. So, and, and he's also in another, in another movie called not sensate sense or something like that. Um, whatever, but anyway, so, uh, it's, it's about a movie about a guy who may or may not have been murdered. And, um, and it's in a world like in the future from now where people can actually have their brains uploaded and that's their afterlife. Like if, if, if they, you know, live long enough, they can, and they can pay, they get uploaded into a virtual reality and they can live on there forever. But it's, cool. it, it's, it's a lot more than that. It's like there's science fiction, there's a love story, there's a mystery, you know, it's, it's actually really, really good. Who created it? Uh, man, I didn't, I was just gonna make a quick suggestion go, but now he's making this. <sighs> Elon <see>. Musk. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> he did create something this past week. Oh yeah, a firestorm. Um, and not the good, <laughs> not not the really bad kind for California, but um, yeah, it's uh, creator is Greg Daniels, okay. and it's Robbie Amell, Andy Allo, uh, Zanib Johnson, full cast. My, my only issue with the concept, and I've heard this concept before, the, like the, the quote unquote singularity, where you can upload your consciousness uh, to a computer and quote unquote live forever, and it's just like, yes, but is it you or just a copy of your personality oh you see no i started i i almost had this conversation um with somebody else this week about because that's that's the whole debate over you know the effects of of transporters right oh well of course every time you get you're destroying the original making a copy of yourself well yeah you're basically disassembling yourself you're down to like the subatomic particles and reassemble and then using energy to reassemble a copy somewhere else Right. Right. So, like, is that you or is that a new you? No disassembly. And did you die? Do you die every time you get into a transporter? It's like it is why Sheldon Cooper will never use a transporter. Yeah, that's why Bones was right. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, so yeah, um, that's that's basically what I've been doing. Um, I actually got a little bit motivated, started looking at my timeline in uh, Scrivener again and, and started moving things around. So I think I might be able to start writing again 
now that I'm sure that the virus isn't going to get me. Well, that's good. <laughs> I got seasonal allergies, and is I'm it, not sure. No, is, that, is that like the rhythm? No, no, it's definitely not the rhythm. Because no, the rhythm it's, is going to get you. Well, that'd be fine. Yeah. But the coronavirus is not. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Dave? Uh, I actually need to apologize to our fans. <gasps> uh, Why? Did you know? All right, so... So number well number one I need to apologize to Apet Ray and D Square because oh, yeah. we are supposed to have a debate with them on this show. Uh, it is going to happen. Um, I'd be sorry to do that with you too. But but uh, but things have happened in my personal life I haven't discussed on the show yet. My uh, my mother-in-law who uh, had been sick for a long time passed away two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, and then the other thing I didn't even really tell you guys is. My um, brother-in-law's cousin, who was there helping out and whatnot uh, while she was in hospice, apparently was sick. And uh, not coronavirus, just she had a, a bad cold. She didn't tell anyone, and half of us got it. So I've actually been kind of sick for the past week, on and off, you know, stuffy nose, can't, couldn't breathe and stuff. Um, I was actually really sick last week when we were talking to Jimmy. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, I kept muting my microphone when I was sneezing and coughing. No. <laughs> so it was working, the muting part. You yes. did a good job. That's <laughs> definitely for sure. Um, and also, we've been behind on Nerd Madness, boys and girls. We were actually in our final uh, matchups for our four categories. Uh, it's uh, I finally kicked it off today uh, with movies, and I apologize, that we, but we will be getting back to it. Um, and yeah, so that, that's been my, my last couple weeks. So, you, feel, that, you feeling well, better now? Oh yeah, no, I'm actually feeling a lot better now. Well, um, there's a, well, there's a massive viral pandemic going around. You kind of go, Hey, uh, you okay? <laughs> it's a reasonable question. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. And it's funny because I, it's one of the reasons I wasn't really saying anything because a couple people were like, Oh, you better go to the hospital. Make sure it's not coronavirus. It's like, I don't have any of the symptoms. You know, this is definitely a cold. And, yeah, it's uh, still impossible to find a test too. Yeah, but it's, it's just like I, I just I didn't want the risk of of uh, you know them telling me I have it. I, don't, I actually didn't want the risk of going and getting it when I had something else. I've actually heard people are not going in real life situations. People are not going to emergency rooms because they're afraid of uh, of conduct of getting it. Yeah, no, and that's a shame because our actual like and this actually just came out like two days ago. There was an article saying like. People with heart attacks aren't going to yeah. the emergency room because they're afraid of getting the coronavirus. It's like, eh, I think you have a more pressing matter. Yes, I agree. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You take care of the situation in front of you. Yes. You know? And from what I've been told, like, they're doing a decent job of keeping people, like, the corona people away from the reg- the, the non-corona people. But, you know, it's well, tough, man. J- well, yeah. Just- just to be careful, I'm going to be six feet away from my microphone. Anyway, just um, <laughs> no, I have three nurses in my family, and they all told me the same thing. They're like, "Do you have a fever and a dry cough?" I'm like, "No," and they're like, "Okay, then then stay home and take fluids." So, um, man, I have seasonal allergies, and every time I cough, I'm like, "Oh, is this it?" <laughs> oh yeah, death, death, is that you? Oh no, just phlegm. So I'm comforted. I'm comforted by my phlegm. You're comforted by phlegm. Um. See, this is why I take a Zyrtec every day. I take an Allegro, too, man. It's like, cannot be too sure. Yep. When you're paranoid, everything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) So I did mention Nerd Madness. Uh, Yes, where are we with that? We we currently have the final round going on for movies. Uh, We have, of course, John Wick, Chapter 3 versus Avengers Endgame. Now, if you combine those two, that would have been the most awesome movie ever. For real. Yes. Um, so currently, as of this recording, and there's nine hours left on this poll, John Wick Chapter 3 is at 29.2%, and Endgame is at 70.8%. And that's with nearly 200 votes. Wow. So I have a feeling, could be wrong, that Avengers is going to take this. Um, Safe bet. We have some comments, uh, starting out, of course, with the Gorilla Brain mm-hmm. podcast. I know Avengers will win, this and it's fine and your fans enjoyed back to the future for america's ass <laughs> but can we all please agree that you voted for the final battle and nothing else 
Endgame was great, but it was no Infinity War. Oh, um, hmm. and D Square comes back swinging. Man, we gotta get yes. this going. We gotta get this. D Square comes back with Endgame got my vote because it's the most comic booky movie ever made. It truly is. That's a the good f- argument. The final battle is a sweet ass cherry on top. Oh yeah, that John final battle. Wick, John Wick prevented me from being bored for a couple of hours. Ooh, oh, that's, that's harsh. harsh. Yeah, come on, shots fired. Yeah. I mean, they're both they're both new, they're both basically tens. I, I, you know, I, you can't diss John Wick like that. Hold on, Gorilla Brain came back with the most comic book booky movie ever. I'm sorry, what was Sin City? Oh, that's right, the most comic accurate film ever. <laughs> you blew your load when Cat grabbed that hammer, and when we all and when all the heroes showed up, that's where your vote went. Did he just really go to bat for Sin City as the most comic book accurate movie ever? Wow. Yeah, and, um, uh, D-Square, if that gives you peace, then sure. <laughs> and Gorilla Brain, uh, if you want peace, prepare for war. So <clears> be it. <throat> uh, so, so. Crystal, just, yeah, we got it. We have to make this happen. Yes. Uh, Crystal Storm said John Wick was so good, but that end game though. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's like, it's hard. You're, you're, you're trying to pick between like dark chocolate and caramel. And it's like, you know, which way do you go? Uh, so, the Digital Sky podcast said tough choice, but had to vote for Endgame. C-MC gave us, of course, cap with the hammer saying assemble. <laughs> you, you know what's going to happen though? Because John Wick, they they left it open for John Wick Chapter 4. Uh-huh. So I'll bet you if that is like the John Wick universe's endgame, that will be... Hey, John Wick beat Far From Home, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cal L Fan 49 gave us the John Wick Chapter 3 <laughs> gif. Brave Seminolas? Seminolas. Okay. Yeah, we we, we apologize. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is I didn't get chills watching one of them, and the other I did get chills every single time. He should wear a coat. Yeah, you might have you might have something wrong with you. Uh, and then and then they <laughs> said, did, did, did "Don't do my coronavirus? boy, don't do my boy John Wick like this." Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, provocative. <laughs> so there we go. Um, uh, that is currently what is going on in Nerd Madness. Of course, our upcoming, uh, final three matchups are for TV, Mandalorian versus The Boys, anime, Castlevania versus Demon Slayer, and oh. for comics, we have House of X versus Batman Dan. So, that should be interesting. Yes. Um, so JD made a it comment, is- uh, recently on, on okay. social media. Okay. I'm very glad that we're addressing this because I go, go ahead, go ahead, continue. continue. <laughs> I have thoughts. This might surprise you. Uh, so, so JD, um, I've said that our, uh, our, our interview last week with Jimmy, uh, Palometto, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen Pal- to it. Palmiati. Palmiati. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I am, I am off to Are you I, sure you're better? <laughs> um, said it was the best episode that he's been involved with since joining the show. Um, to which Timothy Jones. Ooh. Well, to be fair, you, you, upset, you, said, you poked the bear with the Tim Jones one. That was, well, uh, you, you thank started you that. very much, JD. Okay. 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 <laughs> Say, do you remember who the first person that was interviewed between the three of us? When the three of us got together, who's the very first person that was interviewed? Do you remember? Um, me. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than mine so yeah i'm gonna stand by it and it's not just sour grapes well played oh well played oh my god i mean yeah well. okay 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 I'll give, i will give you that yes it was better than you yes um, uncomfortable admitting it continue uh <laughs> in regards to the the episode uh Parallax Creates said, Jesus, Jimmy, I may be late to the party, but you look like the mafia. You look like mafia material. Respectfully speaking. Um, it's like yeah. a fine businessman to me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there, there, there is no mafia. Uh, there's only the syndicate. <laughs> Not a thing. Mafia is just a figment of your imagination, sir. 
and uh, and friend of uh, a friend of the show, friend of mine, JG Jones, uh, said he was my comics consigliere. All this Italian just keeps coming up. I'm just sure. I, I I don't know what what it is. You know, it's Brooklyn. What do you want? <laughs> you know. So yes, again, thanks Jimmy for doing the show. We really enjoyed it, and uh, it really was a great episode. Like, uh, yeah, a lot of people liked it, so it was good. It was very very good. All right. And speaking of social media madness and D Square, here he is to tell you how you can get more social media madness. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thank you, Don. We really appreciate that. Um, and we will have you on soon to debate... 8-Bit Ray and comics, and apparently now John Wick and Endgame. I can't wait for this. I'm looking more and more forward to it every day. <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. And we're back. All right, guys, so we don't really have... Much exciting news this week, but we have some interesting news that has come out. Um, so you know who Tamaria Morrison is? Yeah, that'd be Boba Fett. Yes. The, well, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Django Fett. Django Fett. Te- technically, he played Django Fett. You're right. Um, You're right. But it has been confirmed, and this is from The Hollywood Reporter, not We Got Discovered, uh, that he will be reprising his role as Boba Fett. So he'll be reprising Jango Fett. He'll be as Boba Fett in the season two of The Mandalorian. Eh, it's a clone. It works. No. Well, that's so. Here's the question: Is he playing Boba Fett, and is Boba Fett still alive, or is of this course gonna be he's a, fla- a flashback? I, I, ha- I have it in good authority that yes, he must have. He must be alive because he had a jetpack. He did have a jetpack that malfunctioned, and it's the reason he crashed into you know the Sarlacc pit and got eaten. But hey. It did happen. It did happen. But you don't get eaten by you're how you're like what you're digested for a thousand years. I think that's plenty of time to jury rig a jetpack for just one short hop well, out of the mouth. Well, I, the average human doesn't live for a thousand years. Ah, yes, but is Boba Fett the average human? <laughs> oh, touche, pussy gato. Thank you. Um, here's another cool <laughs> thing I've seen brought up. One, because I do believe he he did dub in the voice of the. I forget which version of the uh, special edition trilogies. He did dub in Boba Fett's voice, so he has been Boba Fett. Two, what's to say this isn't a flashback? Right, that is my question. Like, you know, are, are they going to... They could do something cool with it and kind of show why he wears the Mandalorian army ar- armor, but he's not considered a Mandalorian, you know, but, like, why he adopted the lifestyle. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a filler episode. Um... Yeah, I don't know. But then again, would that be a terrible tease to fans who want this? I don't know. Great question. Like, like, like John, who, who's convinced Boba Fett survived. He must have. Well, he gets, <laughs> I believe he survives in all the, uh, EU, like the not no longer continuity EU stuff. Yeah. Fett lives. So it's not unprecedented. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. I just always think back to, so, um, a friend of mine who's an artist has a very, Famous print that he did, and this is wasn't a cover or anything. He did this for himself, and it's Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc <laughs> mas- monster is dead, sticking out of the pit, and you know 
his like arm is injured and he's holding it, but he's like, you know, standing there victorious. And, uh, it's part of his display at, at conventions. And at one of the shows, someone came up to his table and was like, that's pretty cool. But you know, don't you realize that Jar Jar Binks was actually a more pivotal character than, uh, Boba Fett Ooh, ever was. Oh. Did your friend lay him out? Because I think I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, say that shit again. Say that shit again. <laughs> you know, uh, I understand the reaction, but then once he started explaining it, I'm like, oh no, he's he's totally right. Right, he's, exactly. Well, you, you, you know, that means that uh, that that the, the little teddy bears were also more pivotal, right? They were. Well, yeah, they brought down the Empire. Exactly. Like, they're the linchpin of the entire series. Oh, God, they're the linchpin of the entire series. They are. (laughs) That being said, Boba Fett is probably the greatest case of, like, wasted potential in all fiction. I mean, he has this Uh, great... Even more so than than Captain Phasma. Um, actually... Captain Phasma's up there. Darth Maul also. also. Allow allow me to add something to this. Because it just occurred to me. The re... Most of the people know him only because he was really awesome in the Star Wars um, Christmas special that does not exist. <laughs> right? That is not why people know him. Well, well, they, I mean, that's that's where they first saw him, right? So this that was his true. first that was his first appearance, and he made an impression. I mean, he he seemed pretty awesome there. Um, and then, of course, they had him in the live action movies later on. But I think. I think the reason why everybody loves Boa Vett and thinks he's awesome is it's completely fan driven because this happened in, and I hate to, hate to say this, but this happened a lot in My Little Pony. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I, was not ex- I was not expecting that. Continue. No, I was. No, see, ser- seriously. The, so the, the, the thing with the My Little Pony series, the generation four was that um, a, a couple of episodes into the first season, all these people were becoming fans and they were taking these background, these background characters that like had no role, no speaking, nothing and doing fan fiction about them. But, you know, just like in a collaborative, you know, good kind of way, not the, you know, 4chan way. So anyway, like it got to a point where the characterizations were so good and so well known in the fan base that the uh, cartoon writers actually had to adjust things and what, what they, they played along with it and they adjusted things and they made those characters canon. And I think that's the reason why Boba Fett is so big is because everybody made him so big because there was nothing they, they, it's a, he's a fan created character now, basically. So he, that's, they, they gave him a black, they gave everybody, what was it? Uh, they, they were given a blank page. Like we slate? filled it in. And we filled it in to make him awesome. So I think this is interesting, but I don't want to ever hear crap about me liking wrestling again. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> just to establish, I think that, and I'm not saying you're wrong, um, but having never really read anything fan fiction-wise of Star Wars, I've always thought Boba Fett was cool. I attribute a bit of the Spider-Man syndrome. Yes. The reason why people like Spider-Man at first is because of the badass design. Like, say what you want, Steve Ditko drew one hell of a design. What keeps people coming back is the awesome character, right? Like, you're lured in by the look of Spider-Man, right? What makes him work is everything else. So I think Boba Fett unintentionally has this super badass design and this super badass demeanor that, like you said, is essentially a a blank slate. He's he's pretty cool, but, like, not not, he's just a background character in Jedi – or, I'm sorry, in Empire, and then by Jedi they just throw him in a pit. He's yeah, but he's dark and brooding and silent, and therefore you can you can um, impose on him mm-hmm. your idea of what badass is, and that's it's what also, it's yeah. also the mystique of a character who's completely covered from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, well, yeah, you never see his face, so you it, it's, again. It's, it's one of the reasons you know until you see his face, the Mandalorian works so well. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say it doesn't work when he when when you see uh, Pascal's face. I'm just saying it like it's draws you in um and it's why it works spider-man works it's why boba fett works like mm-hmm. you can picture yourself under that armor mm-hmm. i think there's something to deadpool in that too yep well that's also because at conventions people you know don the costume so they can just be assholes <laughs> I mean, um, how come you've never worn the costume anyway because um, i'm naturally an asshole oh okay okay this, <laughs> this is true um <laughs> 
right. yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just, it, 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 it makes sense because like the, the fan bases of the My Little Pony G4 and Star Wars are kind of the same. They, like there's a lot of fan fiction for a lot of different, um, venues and a lot of different properties, but the fan bases for these two properties, they, they bring it to another level. It's not just like your standard fan fiction, you know, adding, you know, sparkly vampires and, you know, whatever. It's, this is, it's real like world building fan fiction. And, <coughs> you know, it, it worked for this. Um, speaking will of things. Ever that, get, will people ever get over what Stephanie Meyer did to vampires? No. No. Um, no. Speaking of things that work and uh, people having jobs. Not uh, me. So, uh, we had talked about this before, but it has now officially been confirmed that uh, Taiko Watiti is confirmed to be co-writing and directing a new Star Wars film. Um, obviously, no details about the movie just yet, but uh, uh, this is definitely happening. And I'm both amused and scared by this news. Uh, I-, I love his films. He's an excellent filmmaker, but do we need more Star Wars? Oh, that's a good question. Um I, I mean, it depends. Like, if it's in the, if it's in the same uh, lane as like Mendel, where we're getting new stuff, then sure. <laughs> I think I trust. I think I trust him more so than yeah. I have most people. I mean, like, because he's he's proved that um with uh with these uh, licensed properties, we'll just leave it at that. That he's very respectful and can. T- can put a different spin on stuff that's that might be a little played already. So I think I'm interested in no, what and, he and, has to bring. Yeah, and I definitely can agree to that. I mean, look at um, Ragnarok, where he took two yeah. big stories from the comics, melded them together, and made work. And I mean, yes. it's something new. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about this, even though if I could, I believe me, I could deal with no Star Wars for a while. I think this could work. Yeah. Well, who knows when it'll actually get made. That's the other thing. I mean, right? Summer of 2065. <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll be uh, able to enjoy it then. For yourself. I'll be 75 and still nerdy. Oh, I'll be still nerdy, but, you know, my false teeth might keep falling out while I'm trying to chew my popcorn. That's just frustrating. Blend- blenders, man. You just drink that stuff. <laughs> Liquid popcorn. Liquid popcorn. The quicker oh, picker up. <laughs> All right, so. I think John's thrown up in the corner. I think John? John? It wasn't that bad joke. It's, it's, it's John. John. I could hear you. Oh, now we can hear me? you. Yes. Yeah. This, this, isn't technology wonderful? Like, everybody, we, we have had these problems ever since we started the uh, podcast with, like, dropping mics and all that. And now everybody can enjoy it. Uh, only if we. Only if we leave it in the show. Yeah, well. Oh. Did you? Hmm. Yes, I, I heard the popcorn thing. I was throwing oh, okay, up in the corner. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of dark humor. Oh, this is So ridiculous. apparently, in an interview with uh, Lad Bible, Andy Serkis has come out and said that the Batman will be darker than all previous Batman movies. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me as much as it does. Like, Batman should be dark, but I don't know. When asked whether fans were right to expect a darker, broodier Batman, the Lord of the Rings star laughed. I would say that's not far from the truth. Like, how more brooding can you get? But why? Like, seriously, haven't they learned their lesson yet? No. No, I guess not. (laughs) That's what I I hear. the The only way this can work... Is if they do Batman the way he should be, not stupid and dark, but actually intelligent and dark, and then they do another DC movie where it's contrasted with, you know, super like All Star Superman or something, right? Like the, if they if they match the tones to the character. Yeah. I mean, am I am I like you know it, it would be nice. It would it, it then 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 they'd have something that's different from Marvel and still okay. But if they start, if they just like, if this is just, well, you know, if you thought you're dark, hold my beer. I, I agree. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, no, it's funny because like it always makes me think of um, the animated series, right? Like 
there's a cartoon where they started with black paper, right? Yep. Yeah. And yes, it was a dark in visuals show. And well, and some of the episodes were dark too, but they also interspersed that with, you know, some lighter fare and, and it, it was, it was character driven. Right. It wasn't the, the, the trick, the driving character wasn't the darkness. Right. Like it was dark for, for children's television, but it wasn't like, you know, we're drinking people's blood and stuff like that, you know? Oh yeah. I, but there were some pretty dark episodes on that. Yeah. You no, know, for sure. For sure. I just, I didn't know, but I don't know if DC ever really, they have a, let's just say they have a, a bad tendency to think that the key to these things is just making them super dark and super broody as opposed to making the characters interesting, which again, what works for Batman doesn't necessarily work for everyone else, but they make that assumption. And hearing this makes me go, man, you guys don't really get it. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, me too. But uh, I mean, they've got a track record. So yeah. And I almost feel like that question was, yeah. Um, a leading question, but in a sarcastic way. And, you know, Andy Circus played right into it. He might. That's also a possibility. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, because you know we want we want a somewhat brooding Batman, but you know that's just one scene of him standing on a rooftop, looking over the city, brooding. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, but it, it can't be just stupid brooding. You know, like I'm brooding. <laughs> Come on. Like. Again, if you want to do something like some of Batman's best stories are a little dark, even going back to something like Laughing Fish, you know, I just don't think you need to like, it's so dark, you know, <laughs> like they even made fun of it in Lego. Yes, I, mean, like, I know. I was just thinking that <laughs> darkness, so no parents, money makes it better. <laughs> Speaking of things that uh, that won't die, like Batman's brooding. Yeah. Um. So apparently, New Mutants is still headed to the theater, guys. <laughs> Nothing is going to the theater. <laughs> Movie is a myth. <laughs> JD, this is like your white whale man. For <laughs> real, we've been talking about this for three years. And we're gonna have to... <laughs> like it's coming out. It's really coming out this year, really. <laughs> so apparently, uh, um, it showed up on a on a list for like services to her so they could. Rented out to people, you know, like Redbox and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, Fox sent a message to them that, oh, this was set in error. The movie is still set to be released in the theater. Just, just put a, you know what? Put it out on Betamax. You know, like, just. Betamax. <laughs> I know, but that's the whole point. It's like, it, it's just, you know, either this is cursed or, or it's just a big farce I'm that they've pulled over us for years now. That this movie is what actually released the coronavirus. <laughs> No, that's not true, because we would have it by now. <laughs> no, no, Dave, you got it backwards. They released the coronavirus oh, oh, to prevent that, that, the movie. <laughs> that is possible. That makes sense. Um, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I at this point, I don't You're know just... anyone who is still saying, yeah, I can't wait to see this in the theater. Maybe. Well, J- JD is, yeah, I was going to say. It's like, I, I'm interested now. This is like, you know, three years of buildup. I, I got to see this. It's either going to be like, really, really good, or it's going to be the room of the Marvel movies. Anything is possible at this point. I just got to see it. Yeah. Like, I just, I just got to see it. There can't be anything in this movie that ties into any Marvel no. thing at this point that, that would even make God, sense no. if they tried to do it. Oh. No, not a not a ghost chance. Oh, it's going to have an <laughs> open-ended ending, too, that sets up a sequel. You know, I doubt it will. I really do. I think they're smart enough to know that we're going to end this thing right here. Yeah, this so is it, like it could end with all of them dying. Stick stick a knife in it because it's done. Like they, this this is due for a reboot, and the movie hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> but maybe they have some hope in it. If they're putting, if they are going to put it in the theater, maybe they resuscitated it. Like maybe they found something, or maybe like, they're just trying to recoup like but, any money they can off of it. Well, I think if they wanted to, they'd throw it on Disney Plus right now. <gasps> I'm you wondering know? then why if the thought process is. By the time the movie theaters open back up, people are going to be clamoring so much to go to a movie for entertainment that they will even run out and see this. And they're going to scare them right <laughs> back into hiding again. <laughs> nope, nope. Came out too early. Got it. Got to stay back home. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's possible. I, 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 just, uh, I don't. 
I don't I don't understand. I don't. I just want to see it. Yeah. I just want to see it. I just want to know. I just want to know. I, I wanted it to come out on on Redbox so we could watch it and review it for this podcast. But the girl who plays Magic was really good in The Witch. Like she's talented. I want to see that. Like there's Dude, talent even, in this movie. Even if they put it in Redbox, the Redboxes would probably malfunction and we'd never. Be able to get, I mean, at this point, it's uh. it's just you know. This is my Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, I know the Snyder, Snyder cut of Justice League. Yeah, this is my Snyder cut. The team, the team does the New Mutants movie. Hashtag release New Mutants. <laughs> well, at least the New Mutants movie actually exists. Snyder cut is like, it's like a myth. It's like a chupacabra. <laughs> yes, I believe it is. All right. Well, on to some good news. There's good news. The Czech Republic has apparently given the go-ahead for uh, Marvel Studios to resume production on Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes. Really? Hmm. So. Interesting. Uh, came out in Deadline. It is interesting. And, uh, is it? So, Tech Republic hosts of on Carnival Row, Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, says it is ready to f- for film and TV resumption. So. I'll be real. I haven't heard much about the uh, virus stuff that's coming out of the Tech Republic. I mean, yeah. right? Like, you don't really hear about prom- yeah. So maybe things aren't – I mean, I'm not going to look it up right now. But, I mean, like, maybe things aren't so bad in pro- – Well – Relatively prob- speaking? Probably. So um, there's obviously – Oh, they do – There's they do restrictions con- to this. They do kind um, of the rules. They're going to – when uh, people arrive to be to work, they're going to be tested. And then uh, within 72 hours, they have to be tested, and they cannot resume working until the test result comes back that it's negative. So, yeah. That's fair. They did a. They did. They started doing live wrestling shows last week, and uh, the AEW and they literally did the rapid tests on everybody, like stagehands, like everyone that before they walk in the door, they had a rapid test on. UFC did the same thing. No, they did multiple tests because they uh, one of the guys came back positive after his second test. So I think uh, I believe them when people are saying this. Like I think this is reality. People say they're testing. I'm I'm willing to give benefit of the doubt. Did you see the commercial? That just reminds me. The commercial for it was either Burger King or or um, uh, Domino's. I think it's Burger King where it's like no, but I kind of want to. I don't, I don't even know where you're going. Where with they're this. like Continue. they're now um, taking the temperature of all their employees before their shifts begin, and if they have a fever, they're out, they're you know being sent home right away. And you know that's that's so uh, one of one like, of my favorite things too. You know, again, this is. This is what I love about stuff like this is <clears throat> in the commercial, you know, they're like our contactless drive through and the girl at the at the drive throughs got the bag on the tray. She's, she hands the tray out the window and the customer grabs the bag off of the tray. And it's like, but someone had to put the bag on the tray. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, come on, people. Are we really that stupid? So, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, we are. As long as, long as we feel good about our burgers. Uh, so. Like it's it's crazy. Like I mean, like if they're testing, if they're actually doing like a rat, like a real test, like a rapid test, and they're everyone comes back negative, and and I'm okay with it. That's fine. That's all you can do. If you can do everything reasonably possible to keep people safe. I I don't know what more we can ask for. Like yeah. I'm a stay at home guy, but I mean, like at the same time, like the world can't just stop. You know, it's funny. Like years years ago, <laughs> uh, most companies had a. a nurses that worked at the company you know like you know you have a school nurse you had a company nurse and like oh yeah um and it's funny because like you it's a concept you kind of think they should bring back nowadays where the nurse could just take people's temperatures as they came in we have rapid Hmm. thermometers nowadays digital ones you know just take people's temperature as they come into work you know I do, I do wonder, cause you guys, I was telling kids the other day, we were talking on Zoom, and, uh, I mentioned to them about, about airports, like back in the day, you could just go to the airport and hang out. You know, if your friend had a flight coming in, you could actually yep. wait in the terminal. And they were like, really? And I said, yeah. So what'd you do about this? I said, these things didn't exist before 9-11. So I wonder what, what changes will kind of be the legacy of this in society, you know? I don't know. Like, is taking temperature everywhere we go going to kind of be a thing? Is it going to be the hmm. death of Tinder? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing oh, will be okay, the death okay. of Tinder. No. no people this are isn't still, even the death of Tinder. Yes. 
Am, am I the only one that's kind of sad that all these places like wrestling and, and movies have all this rapid testing and hospitals still don't get that? Uh, no, you're wrong. But in the, for the wrestling's case, the city of Jacksonville is literally giving them to everybody. So that is in that case, Jacksonville is one of the few cities being in Florida. So good thing that actually has that like it's this is a messed up process. Like it's been months now and we still don't have enough tests. I know it's not supposed to be this show. I'm sorry. But that is messed up. Man. You know? Well, anyway. Well, yeah. apparently, it's apparently we'll go to, you can go to the Czech Republic and get tested. Just tell them you're going to work on... And they, if you if you can get on the plane. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they're they're filming uh, Carnival Row there, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's in the article. What huh. is Carnival Row? That's an Amazon um, series. Uh, it's God, you'll have to read the the synopsis of that because it's really whack out. It's it's really whack. Whack and it's it's good. Wait, it's good. Wait, when did this become a nineties a slideshow? Uh, I don't know. I pick up vernacular say, when I, I pick say, up vernacular when I'm reading something. Did you just, say whack or whack <laughs> with an E D? Because if it's whacked, I get. I mean, if it's like wiggity wiggity whack, that is nineties. <laughs> I don't know why. Just I'm wiggity wiggity whack. You know. So that's like that's crisscross. That's the early yep, 90s. That's yep. old. Fine, fine. But it's good. You you should watch it. It's okay. you know, like add that to your list if you get bored or you run out of like if you finish like, I don't know, the Internet or something. Because <laughs> yep, of all the free time. I got four year old. I've been bored in here. Two years. Uh, all right. So finally, I brought this article because uh, I see this idea getting floated around a lot on the Internet lately. Um Hmm. The tubes. So apparently, the idea of having a Spider-Man reunion of Tobey Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, and um, uh, Tom Holland in Spider-Verse was pitched by Christopher Miller. Uh, Sony replied that uh, it was too ambitious uh, at the time hmm. and and too Weak. soon for that Wouldn't kind it? of a, a, a too soon. What are Weak. they talking about? This? So weak. I was so I read that article too. I was so disappointed when I read that. Like they did did they not see what was going on with Marvel? I mean, like come on. Um or try like any any Doctor Who reunion for crying out so, loud. So so Miller and Lord did uh, pitch the idea, which makes me wonder are they going to repitch the idea and are they bringing it up now because people have been talking about it, repitching it for Spider-Verse 2. Could happen. Could happen. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we've established this spider verse, if you will. Like, where, uh, why not? Why couldn't we have that? Maybe, maybe we can get a Deadpool cameo. <laughs> right, because I mean, we joked, uh, <laughs> joked. We talked about the the fun idea of the into the mouth of the multiverse or the madness of the multiverse. What is it? The yeah. Doctor Strange. Uh, and the madness yeah, of the multiverse. You got to in multiverse the mouth of, of multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness. There you go. In the mouth of madness. That's a uh, that's a uh, oh, what's his name? Ah, uh, Lovecraft, and it was uh, John Carpenter yeah. made the movie. Um, yeah, and then the and the guy from Jurassic Park stars in it. Um, Samuel, yeah, yeah, Samuel. Um, anyway, the the idea of oh, well, if they're going to be doing multiverse stuff, they could go into a universe where you have Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as a quick cameo and or Andrew Garfield, and uh, but this might be actually a cheaper and more easily logistic way to make that happen because you just need to get them in a recording booth for a couple hours to record some lines. Well, unless, unless they bring them in as live action characters into the cartoon. Oh, that'd be cool too. That would be interesting. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, that's like, that's the whole point, right? Like if they can bring in Peter Porker from a cartoon, like a, a Looney Tunes cartoon universe, then they could bring in somebody from a live action universe too. I hadn't considered that. I actually really like that idea. Fascinating. It does make me wonder if now you got me going to verse when Doctor Strange is bouncing around with Sam Raimi making that movie. Is there some cartoon stuff that pops in there? There's a lot of options. I thought. Yeah, just re- remember, remember the end. You saw the very, very like the end credit scene for um for the the Spider Verse. Yes. With where they 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 took the uh, Spider Man 2099 and they. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they put him back into the old 1960s cartoon. Right. That was great. So, yeah, so, like, I think all bets are off for this thing. Just for a meme joke. That yes. whole thing. Yeah. Just for a meme joke. And it was worth it, by the way. I'm <laughs> yeah, not yeah totally worth it. Totally worth it's it. An interesting concept. Though I do wonder, like, would people accept that? 
would normies accept a cartoon scene in a Marvel movie? I re- I refer you back to, uh, like it the cartoon part like it doesn't matter like would he be would it be the live action people into the cartoon or would it be the cartoon in the real world I like Roger Rabbit <laughs> Yeah and 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 as far as that's concerned as long as it's done fairly well I again I again refer you back to any Doctor Who reunion where you get like you know 3 to 5 of the of the doctors in the same room like people go nuts so, I think if it's a, I think if it's a shot or just a clip, I think it could work. I don't know if it can work for an entire movie or character. I think you or, might lose people there. Or just a scene or two, you yeah, know, yeah. like you, like if they're right. bouncing around the the universe, it's like, oh, yeah. hey, what, what the hell is this? Everything's ultra real. <laughs> yeah, I would accept that. Yeah, if the Maybe Simpsons some, can do it. <laughs> that is true. What haven't they done? Hmm. <laughs> yes, this is true. All right, I'll give you that. Uh, I would watch it. I'd be yeah. excited to watch it. The real yeah. question about Multiverse of Madness is who is Bruce Campbell going to play? <laughs> Atalicus, Prince of the I East. I don't know, because you can't do Mysterio now. But- yeah, he would have been the best Mysterio, but Jake Gyllenhaal came along and took that. Selfish bastard. Um, who, because he's going to show up, who would you, who would you, what would you do with Bruce Campbell in the Doctor Strange movie? Uh, how about Jack of All Trades? Um, oh my no. goodness. Uh, no, none of his... <laughs> No Frisco, <laughs> no Frisco, no Frisco County, County either. No, uh, Wouldn't even a- consider that. No, no Ash. Ash. Oh no, no Ash would be good. Ash could work, but I think I, it, it would work because yeah, it would be perfect for nerds me. like us. Yes, Ash would well, be great. I don't well, know. No, it wouldn't just be that though. I mean, you're you're talking Doctor Strange and you know like a horror universe. That's a good point. Huh. But Jules, you, there, might, there might be something there. And 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 you could fit Evil Dead, a little Evil Dead, in there. Hell, you hell you could. Because, well, yeah, I mean, right? Who's directing? Sam Raimi. And he's yeah. going to have something. My favorite part in, in uh, Spider-Man 2 is the, the scene where Doc Ock's arms come to life, and it's totally an Evil Dead homage there. That was fun. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you could definitely do something. I'm very. That's actually the more movie I think I'm looking forward to the most, to be honest with you, because I think it's so, like, I think it's so off the chart for what they normally do. I'm excited about that one. Who knows when it's ever going to come out. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah, right. there you go. So, well, there you go. What do you think? What do I think? America. America. <laughs> what do you think? America. They can't see me pointing at them. Just making making stuff up at this point. Uh, America. Oh, speaking of 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 making stuff up. Um, real, real I do quick, best. I don't know. Did you guys see this? Um, the Avengers Endgame deleted scenes. Not Endgame. No, I'm sorry. I missed it. Infinity War deleted scene where nope, no, cannot. they had introduced the merger of uh, Banner and Hulk in that movie in Endgame. No, Infinity War. In, 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 Infinity, yes. Infinity War. So no. originally, apparently, how at the end when they're uh, when they're fighting and he's trying to get Hulk to come out and he keeps going no, eventually. They have a conversation with a golem style conversation where it's like you see Bruce's face and then Hulk's face going back and forth and they come to an agreement and then he breaks out of the armor as Hulk. But they decide not to go that way. No, for, uh, and the main reason that they cut those scenes out, um, is because they felt it slowed down the movie too much at that point and it was an upbeat ending for Hulk and Bruce. But a downbeat for, for everything, for everything else. else. They felt it took away from the right. ending of the movie. That's about right. So that's why then it became an off-screen scene that gets discussed in Endgame. It makes for a nice little uh, joke too when you see him and he's just the merged personnel, and you're like, Whoop. like hmm. they did make it work. Oh man, I is it is this scene available? I just haven't seen it. Uh, it must be because I saw a breakdown of it and an explanation of it on New Rockstars. And they were showing it clips of it, and I haven't. Um, unfortunately, I don't own either of them on Blu-ray because I have Disney Plus now. So I have to go see if there's deleted scenes on Disney Plus. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I'd like to see that. So would I. Yeah. So there you go, boys and girls. Things you didn't know you were missing, and now you want. Hmm. All right. I. 
I think I do kind of want that. Any recommendations uh, for the boys and girls out there, guys? Uh, okay. John, go ahead. <laughs> nice. We're kicking the can. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll go. Um. So yeah. Uh. Try upload and um. A certain special somebody forwarded me a link to this uh, thing on YouTube, Pamela and Ivy. Uh. And it's a quick little film uh by Leia McKendrick uh, about Poison Ivy's origin, and it's actually pretty good. Um. I'm I'm not sure. I don't think it's official. It, I think it's fan released, but but it's got real production values. So check it out. Yeah, you sent that to us before the show. I'm definitely gonna. I'm probably gonna watch it right after we get done. Um, if I'm recommending something, I didn't do a lot this week. I was just I was busy kind of writing. So I'm going to recommend uh, AEW wrestling. Now it's back live again. It's much more fun to watch. Um, yeah, that's it. I need to I need to get out and do more stuff this week. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, just one more thing. Since we mentioned John Wick, uh, the John Wick pitch meeting from Screen Rant is out. So look that up on YouTube. It's hysterical. Cool. That that I will look. That sounds um, fun, actually. It is fun. It's it's nice little candy for your brain. Of course, I will recommend that everyone goes to superheroespeak.com. Check out the podcast every week and comic book reviews from our good friend D Square. Plus, um. Don't forget to check out all the other podcasts in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. But it came back last week, boys and girls. We didn't talk about it because we had an interview. But Rick and Morty is back for the second half of the season. And uh, for those who don't watch it, you should be watching it. And J.D., you, def- you definitely need to watch not this past week's episode, the week before. Um, you need to watch the entire show. Mm-hmm. Never oh seen a God. single episode of that. The, the whole episode basically was about uh, writing tropes and 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 framing devices, and it was just so funny. It's an extremely awesome. meta episode. It. it was just like, oh my God, JD would have loved this. So most all, of them are meta episodes. I was gonna say, aren't they all extremely meta? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coke. All right. Yeah. On that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening, and don't let you keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.